Hey guys, this is Jim with Archetype Aperture. It has been a few weeks since my last upload. And the reason for that is my girlfriend moved in. <laughs> we got her all moved in and everything's situated-ish. So we're still working through that. And everybody's got their schedules. Everybody's doing their thing. Uh, her daughter is here doing homeschooling or online classes, what have you. And she's working from home. Well, my girlfriend's working from home in the office where I normally would record these. But I don't feel like bothering her right now with all of my stuff. So I try to stay out of her hair as much as possible. What are we here to talk about today? Well, well, let's just say I was inspired to talk about something today because, well, by one of my heroes? I don't know. What do you call it? I, I guess it's a hero. Someone you look up to, an influence, someone that you, not that you try to emulate, but you really, you regard them highly and you believe in what they say. And... I was listening to this person's podcast today, and I'm not going to mention names, but if you know, if you listen to their podcast, you'll probably know already who I'm talking about. He was talking about shooting film for a wedding, and I just wanted to talk about not so much shooting for a wedding, using film to shoot a wedding with. I, I more or less wanted to talk about just shooting film versus digital. My thought process is very simple. I started out using film. That's what I learned on. However, as soon as I found digital, I moved to digital. <laughs> the first wheel that was ever made was there was a stick through it and, you know, just a wheel. But now we have cars with four wheels and all this electronics and you upgrade as things go by. When things get digital, I mean, we went from typewriters to computers and laptops why would you not move ahead with the times? Now, I understand that there are purists out there. They say what, whatever, so-called purists. Uh, I don't buy into that. I shoot photography for one reason and one reason only, for the art of it. I enjoy making and creating. And the way I look at film is simple. If you have, if you're an art, uh, a, a, a painter, you know, let's just say you're, if you're a painter and you have... 13 different size brushes in your in your quiver or whatever you call it <laughs> I don't know what I'm not a painter I have no clue at any or your bucket your brush bucket you know you use different tools for different jobs if you're a contractor you don't build houses with a hammer okay so as an artist you can do whatever you want to do the great thing is it's your art you don't have to do what anybody tells you to do. If you want to shoot film, look, I'll just say, if you want to shoot film and shoot a whole five, six, seven, eight hour wedding shooting nothing but film, by God, if that that's your choice. But I will tell you some things. Number one, and this is for the beginners and the intermediates out there. If you've never shot with film, it could be fun to do as a hobby, as something just fun to do if you have shot with film and you are one of these people that say i'm a purist you know i mean again that's totally subjective you can totally do that if you want to it's your art one thing i will caution the new photographers that maybe have never used film what have you 
if you're looking to get into it, my suggestion, and this is just my opinion, and this is my suggestion that you do not start taking on jobs solely based on the fact that you're a film photographer. And again, this is my opinion. Some people have made a great living doing just that. They're selling a lie. In my opinion, they're selling a lie to their customers. Okay, anything that you can do on film, on a film camera, can be rep- it can be replicated digitally. Second of all, it's going to be... How do I put this? They're going to digitize your negatives, or you will, depending on, unless you have a dark room and you're, you know, or a red room or whatever you want to call it, uh, unless you have one built in your house and you have all the chemicals to develop your film first in a canister with all the developers and all that good stuff, and then take it from there and put it into a, a projector and put it and project it onto a, a, a piece of photo paper. I mean, do you, if you have that, awesome. That's great. Then go ahead. But I can tell you this. Digital is way cheaper. I understand that these cameras that are being made nowadays are like three, $4,000 on up to maybe eight to nine to $10,000, depending on what you're buying. Now, that's a one-time deal. You buy that and you pay for it and you're done, Okay. If you're a wedding photographer and you're based, you're basically, you're advertising that you're a film photographer and you're going to shoot an entire wedding and film. Now, again, this is something that is not, that it's been done before because before digital, all we had was film. I'm going to take a sip of tea. If you haven't noticed my, I'm a little nasally today, so I apologize. I'm feeling a little under the weather due to some allergies and whatnot. It is expensive to be a film photographer. You, you have to... I mean, really, you can't buy a, a lot, a, a multitude of film these days. You either have to buy an entire roll of stock or you have to buy them, you know, individually rolled already. And you're talking about, what, 24 frames per roll? And depending on what, what type of film stock you use determines the, the cost of the film, which could be detrimental to your budget if you even have a budget as a as a new photographer starting out if you're if you're if you're just like a hobbyist and you want to try film I think that's perfect honestly I have a film camera I learned on film I have a Canon what is it, a, a, a EX1 or something I can't remember the daggone alpha numeric on it but <laughs> I have one. I've used it a couple times. Actually, I've, I've used it once. <laughs> I bought it last year during the summertime, and I used it while we were on vacation, and then that was it. I shot a few frames, and that was it. I, d- I destroyed one roll of film because it had been so long since I've shot film, and then the second roll was fine, and the third, I actually think I need to still develop, but outside of that, I don't use it. I just don't use it. I can't see any practical... Uh, use for that camera to be honest with you in my opinion if I were asked to and I've got two weddings coming up even if they asked me if they said Jim we want you to shoot film I would tell them no I'm not the right guy for your job for your wedding you'll have to find someone else and I'll I can refer them to a few people or they can find another photographer and you know and, and that's something that we'll talk about in the future but sometimes you and a customer are just not a good fit and that's okay. 
I want you to know that that is okay, and you are interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you. So again, that is a whole other topic that we'll get into later down the road. But that's just my philosophy. Let's see where we're at on time. Okay, we're good. If you're an in- new to intermediate, I'm going to tell you, if you already have a digital camera, please don't don't go out there and buy a, a film camera thinking that you're going to change the world, okay, because you're not. And if you're a pure, one of these people that's a purist, I mean, you know, that's your thing, brother. I mean, I, I'm not going to judge you for it. That's the thing. You know, art is subjective. And what that means is to each his own. I mean, something may look great to me that may not look great to you. Eight other people may like it. And then tomorrow, another eight may hate it. You know, it's just one of those things. So you can't get wrapped up in all of that stuff. But what I will say, again, I'm stressing the fact that for large events, things of that nature, for jobs that you're going to take on, it's not practical. And, And again, let's go back to the fact that everything that you shoot on film can be re it can be it can be done in digital okay in post now i use lightroom for all my photos it's just easier i love the adobe products i have all their almost all their 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 online products i mean it's 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 like everything's right there it's a nice little tidy package it just makes things it makes life so much easier. I've got my Lightroom, my Adobe Audition, I've got Premiere Pro for videos. What else? I got Photoshop. I think I've got After Effects, which I never use, but I have it. You know, at any rate, the uh, Creative Cloud, the Adobe Suite is awesome. I love it and you should think about maybe getting it. I I recommend it because I've been, I've used other programs before, but I just really like this personally. So at any rate, God dang, where was I? Yeah, everything can be replicated in Lightroom or whatever fo- you know uh, post-production program that you use. As simple as adding grain or adding boosting the contrast, it can make it look like film. I've done it many times. Don't buy into if you're a new photographer. Again, this is stressing to the new photographers in the group, the people that are listening. If you are being influenced by someone that is a quote-unquote a purist ask that purist if they have are are they using a daguerreotype because that was the first camera and they're probably not going to be able to say yes because that is a difficult medium to get into and there are people that are doing it again there are people that are doing it and they're making a living doing it however it is very difficult it is very expensive And honestly, in my opinion, it doesn't look very good, but that's just my opinion. They may love it. The people that pay for it may love it because art is subjective. So the one thing that I'll stress again is phone versus digital. Which way to go? I'm going to suggest digital all day long until there's something new that comes out. When that happens, then we'll move to that. I don't know. I think that's about it. Yeah, art is subjective. Remember that. Don't forget it. Don't be influenced by others. I'm not here to influence you to do one or the other. If you want to do something, by all means, do it. I'm just here to give suggestions, and you can take what I suggest, which is me, my personal opinions based on the things that I've been through in my life. It's real-world stuff. (laughs) So you can take these opinions, and you can use it to base your, you know, use it as, as 
I don't know. Uh, anyways, you can use it to make your decision. And that is about all for the day, guys. I appreciate y'all listening, and thank you so much again. I just thank you twice. Don't forget to, you know, if you have any questions or comments or you want to just reach out to me, tell me I'm stupid, uh, that you don't like this podcast, which is weird because you listen to it. But <laughs> if you have a question about anything f- photography, audio, or videography related, ask the question. Ask me. Okay, you can reach out to me at jwmphoto1 at gmail.com and I will link the email into the show notes. And if you're if you're interested in, you know, I do have a website that is it is jwmphotography.net and you can you're more than welcome to go there and I do there's I have contact information there so if you would like to contact me through my website, please feel free to do that. If you're a local to the area and you would like to, you know, maybe sit down with me and we can talk if you're a new uh, photographer or, you know, whatever it is that you're into, if I have the time, we can schedule a sit down and meet and greet. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with doing that. Only if you're local. I'm not flying anywhere <laughs> unless you're fitting the bill. That is my time. Thanks for listening. Archetype Aperture out. See you.